Hey there, Owl Nation, and welcome back to podcast number three of the Owl Olympics. So we're going to just dive right into all the sports that we're covering this week, starting off with volleyball. The volleyball team had a great weekend. They swept homecoming weekend with a win against Jacksonville Friday night, and then they had a win against North Florida Sunday, which was a pretty shocking win since North Florida was so high up in the A-Sun rankings. And then after that win, Emma Sherfrons collected A-Sun Player of the Week and Claire Parsons got Defensive Player of the Week. Super proud of these girls. I was there at the uh, match Sunday. They fell short in set one, and then they came back and won three straight sets. It was a great game, very intense. The volleyball team has two weekends away this weekend. They will be in Jacksonville, Florida, playing Lipscomb, Bellarmine, and Eastern Kentucky. They um, Next weekend, they have a away game in Virginia playing Liberty. But then they will be back here at the Convocation Center November 5th, which that is a Friday, to play Stetson. And then that Sunday, November 7th, they will play FGCU, which is ranked number one in the ASUN Conference. So that will be a very good weekend of volleyball. You should come out. You don't want to miss it. These girls are on fire. They're on a roll. So come out and support your Lady Owls. All right, Jordan's not here with us today, so I will be touching on the women's soccer team. They played North Florida this past Sunday, but this Saturday is their last game, or last regular season game, my bad, against Liberty, and it is at Fifth Third Bank Stadium. Elias Swinton for the soccer team had the A-Sun honors this week of Defensive Player of the Week. So these girls are on fire as always. Like I said, last game this Saturday at Fifth Third Bank, they're playing Liberty and you don't want to miss it. Their last regular season game and we'll be excited to see what they do in the postseason. Kendall, we have some tennis updates with you. So if you want to go ahead and speak on the men and women's tennis team. Yes, thanks, Riley. So um, both women's and men's tennis played and competed in the ITA Southeast Regional Championships. Um, Men's tennis is currently playing against teams. They left today um, and they will be gone until Monday the 25th um, to play in that championship. For women's, KSU had two doubles teams and three singles players in the main draws for the first time in the program's history. Um, Although they fought hard, they did not advance out of the main draw in the round of 64. But KSU did get a win in doubles consolation from Taylor Dean and Cat Music. They competed against Mercer and came out for a win 8-2. They are back on the court to close out the fall season October 29th through the 31st at the Wofford Invite in Spartanburg, South Carolina. All right, thank you for that, Kendall. Um, Now, Bryce, you have our updates for cross country and golf, and I heard the men's golf team had a great week this past week, so go ahead and tell us about all that. Yes, they did. Thanks, Riley. I want to start first with uh, cross country. The Owls went on and went and participated in the Blazer Classic at Veterans Park in Alabama on Saturday. Gavin Frick led the Owls in the men's 8K race um, for the second consecutive meet finished 15th with a time of 25-18 and led the Owls, the men's uh, cross-country team, to a ninth-place finish. On the women's side, another another good performance. Kate Meyer ran a 21-50 and secured ninth place for the Owls um, as the women's team also finished ninth. So a big congratulations to them on that good finish. And the big news for this weekend for Kennesaw State, and it was also a big weekend for the uh, men's golf team after homecoming weekend. They were able to take first place in both team and individual competition. Brock Healy holed out from 175 yards on the 18th, 
Bowl to secure uh, the individual tournament win, and they beat all the other competition by five shots. They shot a 292 in the first round, 286 in the second round, and a low 283 in the third round. Brock Healy, who won the tournament, shot the tournament low 65 in the second round after a tough first round. So big congratulations to them, and that is actually who I got to interview this week. And it was kind of just a really good conversation, just kind of got to know Brock a little bit for those of you who don't follow golf and don't really know much about the golf team and kind of just got his uh, intake on what it was like to be in that tournament and what it was like for the team to win on that. Yes, and we'll be hearing from Brock in a moment because you got the opportunity to speak with him after the tournament, which is awesome. Said it was a 24-minute interview goodness he was he was so much fun to talk with he's he had so much insight to give about the team and he's he's a really good guy and uh i also got the chance to talk with coach odom after the tournament and that's up on the ksu owl network twitter um if you want to go check out that interview that was right after uh the tournament ceremony that they had a really good interview with him as well so a lot a lot of good things going right for the men's golf team all right before we do get into the interview with brock let's just talk about fall sports, like the sports we have been covering and the sports that we have been watching and interviewing these athletes from. It's almost over. Soccer, like I said, has one more regular season game before the postseason. I believe volleyball doesn't have that many left. I mean, so same with a lot of the sports. I mean, I know tennis, um, they're just doing obviously tournaments in the fall and they'll start up their full conference season in the spring but Bryce Kendall do any of y'all just want to speak on behalf of these fall sports yeah no it's been it's been really good to see all the the success that KSU has had in athletics this fall golf is going to go all year so there's from fall to spring very end so that'll be fun yeah so that'll be a lot of fun to kind of follow all throughout they actually they have a break from November and December and January their next tournament um after their October 3rd tournament October 3rd 30th tournament at the Steelwood Collegiate Invitational will actually be February 28th. So a little bit of a break for them for winter break here at KSU. But then after that, they got tournaments in March, a couple in March, a lot in April, and then finally NCAA regionals in May. So it's, it's really good to see all the sports at KSU, especially the golf team, cross country doing well, volleyball doing well, the success that they're having. And it'll be fun to see how they're able to finish out their seasons. Yes, I feel like since this is the first, I mean, the second semester that I've been covering the sports with the Owl Network, it kind of confused me in the spring. I forgot which season all these sports were playing in because they were all playing in the spring. We were doing football, volleyball, baseball, softball, um, soccer. Everything was in the spring. So we got to the fall season and I'm like, okay, what sports are we going to be covering? Because I totally, it just totally slipped my mind, like when these sports were supposed to actually fall, like in the season. But um, well, it's all a weird catch up you got to yeah. do because they're all trying to fit them in a spring season for those athletes. And now yeah. that it finally happened, we're back to normal. I know it feels weird to be kind of going back to normal. We totally forgot to hit on cross country because, you know, cross country athletes, they do track and field as well. So some of these are all year round, like golf, tennis and cross country slash track and field are all like round sports. And these are all around your athletes. So um, Kendall, do you have something to say on just those three sports and how well-disciplined you believe that these student-athletes have to be to have a fall and spring season for the sport to play? Yeah, I mean, they just – they have to be really focused. I mean, from a women's tennis standpoint, I will say that, like you said, it's an all-year-round sport. Um, in the fall, they mostly do their tournaments um, and their meets, but in the spring, they compete against – uh, separate schools. Um, I know that for their 
meets that they've been doing in the uh, this fall, they've been doing really well. Um, they've really been putting their A game and they've really been putting their um, best foot forward. Um, I know that in the spring, they don't really have many um, home games at Kennesaw, um, but I know they've been doing really well. Men's tennis, the same. Um, they've been doing really well. They've been really competing hard. So, I mean, it's it's hard trying to do uh, an all-year-round sport because tennis usually occurs in the spring. I, when I was in high school and I played tennis, it, tennis was just a spring sport. So, I mean, going into college and having an all-year-round play, I mean, and also trying to balance school, it's a lot. But you just have to be focused. I know that they've been fighting really hard, and they've also been focused. So, Yeah, you got you to get that practice. You got to get your school education and then. It's it's one of those things that it takes a special kind of person to be able to do both because it's it's a lot to manage. You got to practice, you got to you got to work out, you got to manage your schoolwork, got to play in the tournaments, got to travel. Like you mentioned, it, it's it's one of those things that it it takes a very special person. And KSU does a really good job of helping out these athletes, and they've done a, so far a really good job of managing both. Yes, I totally agree. And I've had a chance to interview a bunch of athletes from different sports and. I do like to ask that question. How do you balance like a busy school schedule? Plus you're playing two to three games like volleyball. They're playing sometimes Friday, Saturday and Sunday, like every week. I remember like last week I had the chance when I interviewed Bree, she was mentioning like she's a nursing student and I see my friends going through nursing school and the pressure and the time it puts on them. I could not imagine a student athlete. So like you said, Bryce, it does take a special person I've seen the character of these athletes over the past couple semesters, interviewing them, getting to really dive deep into their sport, their sports here at Kennesaw. And I've got to see just how their worth ethic shines, not on the court, but in the classroom as well. So that's all I wanted to talk about with you guys today. Just wrapping it up here. We're going to go straight into the interview that Bryce had with um, Brock Healy after the Pine Tree Invitational this week. So would you like to say anything else before we go into the interview, Bryce? Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. Definitely check it out. Um, if you don't really know Brock, I was I actually had the opportunity when I got there to talk with his parents and kind of, I kind of got to get to know them a little bit more. And just for them to be there, it was his first ever tournament win um, individual. He transferred from Valdosta State um, after his freshman year. So being a, a, getting your first tournament win whenever you're facing off against however many guys there are it, it's something big and it, it, it takes a lot of practice and a lot of work so uh, definitely take a listen he was really fun to talk to you're definitely going to learn a lot about him and uh, I hope you guys enjoy I'm here with Brock Healy men's golf team player Brock you know we're going to start off kind of simple here just kind of with how the Kennesaw State golf team has kind of changed you as a player and how it's made your game better. So it actually, it humbled me, if that makes sense. I transferred in after my freshman year. I played Division II golf at Valdosta State, and I had a really good year, um, enough to actually transfer and get Odin's attention. Um, so when I got here, I, I thought I was going to play right away and be pretty good. And I saw, I didn't realize how good these players were. So... I kind of took a back seat to some of the players. I missed the starting lineup in one event, and then that was kind of a wake-up call. So it changed me for the better. It humbled me. It um, definitely made me practice a lot harder. 
and realize that there's a lot better people than me and that I need to get better. So it changed me for the better. You know, you changing you changing you for the better. That's that's something I want to touch on. What has been the best part about being on this Kennesaw State golf team? Well, it helps to have a pretty good coach that pushes you. I mean, he uh, he definitely doesn't get lazy with that. If you ever need a question or you ever have a question, you can ask him and you can expect a text within the next 10 minutes. Um, but this team in particular this year, everyone's a very hard worker um, playing like they want to be in the lineup and win a tournament. And uh, it makes it really competitive. So when you're battling battling against eight of your best friends and teammates, it, um, it makes you better. And I think it's that showed a lot recently. We had a kind of a, a rough first tournament um but the second tournament we hit our stride the last day and played really well and showed some people that hey we can play too and then it definitely showed this tournament we we had a rough first day but everyone played played well together the last day and we ended up torching the entire field so this team the best part about this team is that everyone's competitive and that's how you get better is by trying to beat your best friends well, and, you know, you mentioned a little bit of a rough first day. The team shot a 295 um, on the first day alone. Or, sorry, a 292. Um, it, it wasn't the worst, but it, it wasn't the best. What what was the turnaround? Because th- there was no day one, day two, day three. It's first round, second round, we're all in one day. What was the turnaround like for the team? Well, we, um, we had to remind ourselves that this is our home course, and we play it every day. And... Um, the turnaround, I actually checked the scores after the first round and saw that no one really played well, including myself, except for uh, Taka. And uh, I knew uh, it's just he, he needed some help if we were going to get the job done. So that kind of motivated me, and I'm sure it motivated other people just to f- figure out how to just finish strong. And um, if you see one of your teammates play good and light it up, that kind of tells you, okay, I can do that too, or you I need to do my part. So that was kind of the biggest, the most important turnaround on that 36 whole day. The team not only influenced, you know, each other, but you had support of a lot of people. I mean, you, you had your parents there. You had a lot of teammates, parents there, a lot of visiting parents there. Who has been the biggest influence for you during your golf career? Um, I would have to say my cousin, Zach Healy. He, played golf at Georgia he graduated from there in 2018 um I'd say him because I started very late playing golf I started when I was 14 and when I was 14 he was a freshman in college at Georgia and he was pretty good and so there was a sense of like just trying to be as good as him and then also once I started getting better I, he, I learned from him more if I ever had a question or I was playing bad or needed, needed him to look at my swing or putting or chipping. He'd always give me good information and good advice. And without him, I mean, I probably wouldn't have been able to play at such a high level on such a great team right now. So he's definitely influenced me a lot. A lot of people have influenced me, but he's probably been the, the biggest part just to have someone to talk to and have a mentor and make make me better so i'd say my cousin zach what 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 kind of what is that support knowing you have that support out on the course and 
even off the course, what does it mean to have that support coming from there? It means a lot. It's, um, you know, when you have a support team like that, it, they're, they're supporting you to chase your dreams. And that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty lucky to have someone that can, you know, pay for tournaments or just give you moral support. Cause we're, we're pretty privileged to play college golf. I mean, it's fun and you get to travel and you get to, you get to be competitive and to have people that support your own dreams. That's, that's pretty lucky. And you mentioned, you know, it's, it doesn't always go the way you want it. I want to kind of now kind of turn to yesterday and Monday's tournament, Pine Tree Collegiate. First round didn't really go the way that you wanted. You shot a 75, signed your card, had a little bit of a break, and then you had to head right back out there. After a 75, you shot your the tournament low 65 in the second round. Team shot a 286. What was your mindset going into that round, the second round? Um, yeah, that was a that was kind of that was a crazy uh, round. So. I uh, I knew I was hitting it very well going into the tournament. I think I just got a little bit ahead of myself when I shot that 75 because I was hitting it so well. And um, I just kept reminding myself that. And I saw how well Taka played. And I knew I knew a good score was out there. And I know I needed to do my part as well because I wanted to win just as much as he did and, and our coaches and everyone else. Um, so it was kind of a sense of just feel like I had to do my part and just suck it up and figure out a way to play well. And I wasn't expecting to shoot that low. It just, it just kind of happened. I got hot and, uh, our assistant coach, Nick, he was walking with me and he was just, I mean, it was just like clockwork. He was talking through every shot and he just, he kept me in the moment. He didn't, he didn't let me get ahead of myself. So I owe a lot of this tournament to him he walked with me basically the entire tournament so um i just had to remind myself just to do my part and that one guy can't it's hard for one guy to win the tournament for an entire team and talk is very capable of doing that but we needed everyone needed to do their part to win this event and the last day it showed it was pretty cool you know, you know, you mentioned your assistant coach there and how much he helped you. What else has he done for you outside tournaments? How, how has he helped you grow as a golfer, whether it's on the range and a practice round, stuff like that? So he played at Jacksonville State, and I think he had a very good college career and then played professional golf for a little bit. And he's helped me because he knows a lot about the game and he knows a lot about the parts of the game that I'm most interested in. That's putting and short game and wedges and it's like short iron stuff like that and then also a lot of course management stuff so he's kind of like reassured me about certain shots to hit and how much putts breaking and how to keep the momentum going um and to have that that resource talk to you before and during tournaments is it's a pretty good resource and it made me feel a lot more comfortable than I've, I've felt in a lot of past tournaments. So he's, he's a great asset. We got pretty lucky with him. Being tied going into the third round, definitely it's important to have a coach like that. What, what was the mindset of you and the team going into that third round on Tuesday? Well, we saw that we were tied for the lead. We were eating dinner, and 
Odom, our coach, kind of just he pointed out the positives, but he also pointed out the negatives too. And we, you know, it's hard. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard getting constructive criticism, but we all knew that we needed it. And we knew that if we were just to listen and really stay disciplined on what he had to say, then, you know, we could probably clean up some stuff that shouldn't have happened the first two rounds. Um, so we were tied for the lead and we knew that we could win too, because it's our home course. Um, we're all playing well. We just need to play well at the right time. And I mean, I don't think some of the players were necessarily hitting the best, but that doesn't matter because they're pretty good golfers and golf isn't just about how good you hit it. It's about how you manage your game on the golf course. And we're pretty lucky to have people that know how to do that. And uh, they just, everyone just found a way they're good enough to find a way. And they did. And it was super clutch and we have a lot of clutch players. So that was kind of our mindset. Again, it's mindset. It's a big thing. Did you know where your team stood when you were on the 18th tee? You know, I – okay, Odom's going to get mad at me if you listen to this. So I checked it after the front nine of the final round, and I saw that we were we were losing, I think, to either – I think it was Francis Marion by, like, five shots. And I just shot two over. I wasn't really playing well. But I just had to come up with a game plan just to figure it out how to – you know, get a couple back. So I checked at, on the front nine, after the front nine, and then I checked one more time on hole number 13. I checked the the leaders, and I checked our team, and we, we started to get it back a good bit. And then that was the last time I checked. And then on hole number 17, Nick, our assistant coach, he just said, well, Lucas just made three birdies in a row to finish. And I was like, that's huge. And, you just, and I didn't ask how we were doing it, but the way he – said it was I kind of got a hint okay I think we're if I just finish strong we'll probably win by a good bet mentioned that finishing strong part what was your mindset going on to that uh to that 18th uh, fairway so um so when I told you that I checked the scores on hole number 13 the individual scores I it was right before I birdied uh 16 to get to four under and I saw that Taka was at four, and then another guy was at four. Um, that was the last time I checked. So I birdied 16. I was like, okay, Taka's probably going to birdie 16 too. So I need to make one more birdie to have a chance. But I wasn't really worried about that because I, I thought that Taka would just close it out because that's what he does. He's a closer. Um, but going into 18, I thought I was like at least two back. Um so I just said, all right, just give yourself a chance just in case anything crazy happens and just finish strong so your team finishes strong too. And I'm sitting in the fairway and I wanted to, I just wanted to give myself a chance to make birdie. And I hit the most perfect shot. It was a seven iron from 175. And I hit it pretty good. It was going towards the pin. I saw it land. I didn't see it go in. Um, so I, I, once it hits the green, I turn away, pick up my clubs, and start walking just because I'm getting ready to make a putt, try and make a putt. Then all of a sudden, Odom comes. He basically almost tackles me, and everyone says it went in. And I was like, well, that makes that a lot easier. And I didn't realize – I, like, totally forgot that I was close to the lead. 
And then they reminded me that we think you just won the tournament. And it was just all kind of a blur. But um, basically, to answer your question, I just wanted to give myself a chance and to just get in the fairway, make the hole a lot easier. So it worked out pretty well. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Owl Olympic podcast. I hope you enjoyed the interview that Bryce just had with Brock just then and just wanted to give um, again recap that November 5th volleyball plays Stetson again here at home as their next home game and then actually this Saturday October 23rd soccer will be taking on Liberty for their last regular season game and the last home game well means the last regular season game <laughs> all right well thank you again so much um, for tuning in hootie hoo